passages eighty one through eighty five of reflections on the formation and distribution of wealth by anne robert jacques turgot translated by nicolas de condorcet this librivox recording is in the public domain eighty one the spirit of economy continually augments the amount of capitals luxury continually tends to destroy them the spirit of economy in any nation tends incessantly to augment the amount of the capitals to increase the number of lenders and to diminish that of the borrowers the habit of luxury has precisely a contrary effect and by what has been already remarked on the use of capitals in all undertakings whether of cultivation manufacture or commerce we may judge if luxury enriches a nation or impoverishes it eighty two the lowering of interest proves that in europe economy has in general prevailed over luxury since the interest of money has been constantly diminishing in europe for several centuries we must conclude that the spirit of economy has been more general than the spirit of luxury it is only people of fortune who run into luxury and among the rich the sensible part of them confine their expenses within their incomes and pay great attention not to touch their capital those who wish to become rich are far more numerous in a nation than those which are already so now in the present state of things as all the land is occupied there is but one way to become rich it is either to possess or to procure in some way or other a revenue or an annual profit above what is absolutely necessary for subsistence and to lay up every year in reserve to form a capital by means of which they may obtain an increase of revenue or annual profit which will again produce another saving and become capital there are consequently a great number of men interested and employed in amassing capitals eighty three recapitulation of the five different methods of employing capitals i have reckoned five different methods of employing capitals or of placing them so as to procure a profit first to buy an estate which brings in a certain revenue second to employ money in undertakings of cultivation in leasing lands whose produce should render back besides the expenses of farming the interest on the advances and a recompense for the labor of him who employs his property and attention in the cultivation third to place a capital in some undertaking of industry or manufactures fourth to employ it in commerce fifth to lend it to those who want it for an annual interest eighty four the influence which the different methods of employing money have on each other it is evident that the annual returns which capitals placed in different employees will produce are proportionate to each other and all have relation to the actual rate of the interest of money eighty five money invested in land necessarily produces less the person who invests his money in land let to a solvent tenant procures himself a revenue which gives him very little trouble in receiving and which he may dispose of 
in the most agreeable manner, by indulging all his inclinations. There is a greater advantage in the purchase of this species of property than of any other, since the possession of it is more guarded against accidents. We must therefore purchase a revenue in land at a higher price, and must content ourselves with a less revenue for an equal capital. End of passages 81 through 85